Six minutes after 11 Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marahaban bikum. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. I can already see the questions are coming in, subhanAllah. Uh, they're actually waiting for our beloved, respected, honorable Fadila to start. Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah. I see one of the Mulanas messaged me this morning after the six o'clock, says, Mulana, Mufti Sab is firing <laughs> on the Q&A every morning on As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahu Akbar. 29th of Rabi'ul Awal 1444. I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Seeing our beloved engineer is in a good mood, Haji Suleiman Esop, let's welcome him, inshallah, into the program. He will be with us till 12 ish, inshallah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084 3132 international overseas listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two well let's welcome our senior respect and honorable fadila to start start welcome to the bliss of marriage this wednesday morning assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi وبركاته أستاذ وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وعرفات جزاك الله خيرا Ustad, I know you don't do matchmaking, but somebody says here, ask Mufti Sab, the one who messaged on the bliss of marriage yesterday looking for a wife for his son I don't have no numbers, Ustad Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem Amma ba'd all praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 29th of Rabi'ul Awwal, 1444. And we should be scanning the sky tonight, inshallah, Aziz, after Maghrib, and see, inshallah, if you can find the new moon, the crescent. And if you found it, contact your local ulama and read, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. Look at the beauty, glory, richness of the Arabic language. The first three nights, it is called Hilal. Every three nights, the name of the crescent and the moon changes and when it is the full moon shining in its beauty and glory then it is called Laylatul Badr the 14th night Chodwi Rat Ki Chant as you say in Urdu so that is the beauty glory of the Arabic language so Hilalu Hilal means Raf'u Saw to raise your voice Khairin wa rushdin. Ya Allah, make this month, in this instance, Rabi'ul Akhir, a month of khair and goodness, wa rushdin and righteousness. Hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood. The brother's name was Mullah. So his first name was Yusuf Mullah or Yaqub Mullah. You remember, Mulana, what was it? Ji, Ustaz. Uh, um, 
Yusuf Yaqub Yaqub Mullahji. So his name was Yaqub Mullah from Durban. So I don't have any details, but he said that his son is very rich, and you know, Richie Rich. We got one Richie Rich <laughs> there in UK also. So when we were very young, so these books used to come out, you know, so Richie Rich and all that. So so we got one Richie Rich there. You must remember in UK first Asian prime minister, but they're heckling him already, you know, mm. and the whiteies are very upset. How can an Indian be our prime minister and so forth? So, you know, they are racist and so forth. So anyway, that's their story. So Mr. Yaqub Mullah, he said that his son is also very rich, maybe not a rich, rich, you know. So, mashallah, he's looking for a wife. As details, we don't know, but he's from Durban, so inshallah. So you can contact somebody in Durban, he seems to be quite well known, mm. and then inshallah, if you have a daughter and so forth, 25, 30 years old, so in that way there, for marriage, you must be Uruban Ataraba, see one jewel of the noble Quran, that when you want to get married, so now our Suleiman Mota, Suleiman Esop is 35, 36 years old, so he can't be looking for a tat of 16, 18, 20 years old, so you must look for now someone your age. So he's 33, that brother Mullah in Durban. Our Suleiman Esob is 35, 36, around there. So Quran says, look for someone, Uruban Atraba. Mm. So Atrab, you are playing in the sand together. What it means together? Doesn't mean the same place. It means she was playing in the sand by her house and you were playing in the sand by your house, you know, building sand castles and what have you. So, but the ages are very, very similar. And that is not a must, but is desirable and good. So then your outlook in life will also be very, very similar. Uruba, and she's loving, caring, sharing, and you have the same age approximately. So if you are interested, so you contact Mr. Mullah, Yaqub Mullah in Durban, and his son is 33 years old. So my advice, you should be about 25, 30, like that, above 22, 23. Inshallah, then you make good match. Allah Ta'ala keep all of you happy, Ameen. who are, inshallah, going to get married. Ameen. And second thing is, I notice sometimes some men and women, they become so negative, they lose hope and become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah. Take two verses and always remember them. Surah 39, verse 53. Oh Muslim, you must never, ever become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. Who becomes this illusion? Only non-Muslims, Quran says, لَا يَيْأَسُمِ So only people who are non-Muslims, they lose hope, then they want to commit suicide and do all these crazy upside-down things. So we are Muslims, we have Iman, we have Islam. So always look at the mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. So لَا يَيْأَسُمِ الرَّوْحِ اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْقَوْمُ الْكَافِرُونَ Surah 12, chapter 12, verse number 87. Hmm. Ustaz, the, the Muslim, if a husband and wife are on a journey, performing Dhuhr Salah, the wife behind the husband, and a latecomer comes, Ustaz, a lady, wants to join this namaz, can she join standing next to the man's wife, Ustaz, anonymous? 
This happens to me and my wife many a time. So what we do is we flying from here to Durban, from here to Cape Town, from here to Hong Kong or wherever. So it's all time, asr time, so I give azan. Yeah, at O.R. Tambo Airport. You know the Tambo, there also is a history. When we were young, it was called Jan Smuts Airport. So Jan Smuts was a Zionist. He was an Afrikaner, but he was a Zionist. 100% in favor of a rogue regime of Israel. Then it became known as Johannesburg International Airport. Then it became known as O.R. Tambo Airport. So O.R.T., you see. So anyway, so when we are there, so I give azan. And then whatever salat it is, and then I give the ikama. And then we just have to read two rakat salat, it's or asr like that normally. So in a case like that, then I'm in front and my wife is behind me. So now if another lady comes and she joins there, so will her salat be done? Yes, her salat will be valid. But is it good for her to join? No, it's not good for her to join. So she must rather read her own salat. She'll get more reward also. So then the counter argument that why I'm reading. So you must remember this. I want the reward of Jamaat. And there's nobody there. So no men. If there's men there, then I'll meet with them and tell mm-hmm. my wife to read on her own. And you must remember that if the men are there, we make with them and she will read on her own, my wife, for example. And if there's nobody, then I make Jamaat with her. So that will be the Masla. If she reads behind me, her Salat will be valid, the third lady, the Mm. other person, third person. But if she reads on her own, then her reward is much more and it will be greater as well. Open Abu Dawood in Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu time, what did he, the Master Sallallahu say? Their homes are better for them, meaning when they read Salat individually, they get greater reward. See, there's an auntie in Harrisburg to start. She says, uh, Poppy, and she says that uh, uh, tell Mufti A.K. Harrisburg have some wonderful girls and very down to earth. Please visit Harrisburg. People love you, Mufti A.K. and Mulana Arafat. Ustad. So I'll tell you one nice story of Harrisburg, you see. Uh-huh. So one day we were going on a trip, you know. So our Ustad, Hazrat Muftiza al Haksab, other senior ulama were worth. So always I try and sit next to Hazrat, my Ustad, so we can talk and I ask questions. So he knows English now, he's 35 years here in the country. So they told him, Hazrat, we're passing harassment. <laughs> so he looked at me, is harassment ka matlab kya? So what is the meaning of harassment? So I said, Hazrat, yaha ek shohar or ek biwi thi. So ye shohar and biwi, husband, wife had big argument. So the wife said, I'm not going to stay with you. I'm going to stay in ladiesmith. You see? So the, and the husband said, he's going to stay in harassment. So because she said that, no, the weather is not right, and you also moody and bipolar and this and that. So she stayed in Ladysmith, NKR, no kitab reading. <laughs> and then he stayed in Harrisburg. So I gave all the suburb and nuzul and wajud tasmiyah and all that. So that one youngster who was worth, he said, Bilkul Sahir. <laughs> you must remember that. So he may, he second the motion, you see. So that's a nice story. The last time I came there, we were rushing for a funeral. Mm-hmm. The janaza was quarter to two. 
when we stopped in Harrismith, it was about 8, 13, 9 o'clock, all the places closed. We can't find one halal shop that the wrap it up is closed, this one is closed, this one is closed, everybody closed. So now what's going on here? So anyway, then we stopped there. After that, by that together, you know, that uh, the toll gate there, that there is nice facilities, an engine garage there. So we read Salat there and so forth. So yes, we know people in Aerosmith, but I gave you the nice story there. So Harry and Lady Smith, so they Hari Poiriche. So inshallah, all of you read to today's Wednesday. Mm. So Wednesday <coughs> afternoon, after Zohar Salat, read to Rakat Salat, and you must read Rabbana Ablana Min Azwajina Wazuriyatina Kurrataun. Oh Allah, grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes. And inshallah, Allah Ta'ala will give you a wonderful husband, a beautiful, wonderful wife. And obviously in Arabic, Maulana, you got daughters also. Mozahid got daughters, all of you. So our Sulaimani got sons, so like that. But daughters, you worry more about them. In mm. Arabic, we have a saying, Hamul banat ilal mamat. Hamul banat ilal mamat. The concern is not hadith, it's just a saying, a proverb. So you worry more about your daughters regarding them. Now, you see, Afrikaans is a wonderful language, you know. that. But people today think if you speak Afrikaans, then you're siding with the apartheid government. That's foolishness, you must remember. We're speaking of the language. Every language is good, but you must learn it properly and is a manifestation of the power of <laughs> Almighty Allah. The different languages, dialects, the different complexions, diversity in unity, unity in diversity, all that. So in Afrikaans, they got a very one nice saying, you know. Mm. And what is that saying? Clean canners, clean problem. Hruat canners, good problem. So it means when the children are small, then it's small problems. When they get big, now they don't want the parents to tell them anything. They say, my democratic right, and I can do this, and I can. So you have bigger problems then. So what I'm addressing, Harrismith, Lady Smith, and whatever Smith you are in, so you must remember that. So you parents, you must also be reading a special dua. It's from the same surah and same supara. Same surah, surah Furqan, chapter 25. For you, my brothers, sisters, children, you want to get married? So surah 25, verse 74. My own sisters, they know all these references by heart. They say so many times you mention it. So now we know the dua also and we know the reference also. I say subhanallah. And then you parents, grandparents, you must read same surah, surah 25, surah Furqan, the criterion, and in the 19th subara and verse 54. Children will read verse 74. You must read verse 54. He all created us from that semen and sperm. He made us human beings, Bashara. 
See, I married, I got my parents, and then I have my in-laws. You see, what's sihra? So make that dua for your children. Ya Allah, they got lineage, but now they must get in-laws. So then they get married also. So when every verse of the noble Quran, you read it, then, and you cry, and you beg Allah, Allah will show you such great lessons in there. Surah 25, verse 54, for the parents, it starts, and you children, grandchildren, you want to settle down. So Surah 25, verse 74, mm. uh, Ustad, when you're blessing, uh, Harismat, inshallah. Ah, Harismat, now inshallah, next year sometime, because I see we're getting a lot of dawahs now. This morning, I think, was Babatan. And G, G, Ustad. Yeah, now we got, inshallah, next year, now this year, our calendar is full. 2022. We will see you odd number. 2023, inshallah, Aziz. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Somebody says here, Ustad, Mufti Sab, I'm a widow. My husband passed away two months ago. Uh, the widow's sister is crying. Ustad, she says, my money was kept in his banking account. His children say they will use that money to pay my rent where I go until it's finished. Is this not haram? Because now I don't have any money for groceries, Ustad. Widow, anonymous widow. Remember that here there are three, four issues we need to address each one. Number one, your husband passed away, you say, two months ago. So you, the family, the widow, the children, grandchildren, whoever, so always read the following two du'as and supplications, both from Noble Quran, one, one line, at least learn the two ayats of the Noble Quran, two lines of the Noble Quran. Surah chapter 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 41, رَبَّنَا فِي اللِّي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me, forgive my beloved parents and the believers, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ The day the reckoning is established, so read that abundantly, especially the children, grandchildren. You, my sister, your husband passed away, so in Islam, he's your husband, or he was your husband, and remember is your brother in faith as well in Islam. So read Surah 59, Surah Hashar, and in the 28th Supara, 28 Jews, verse 10, Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us, forgive our brothers, sisters who passed away before us with Iman, with faith and so forth. So read that abundantly. Second issue we have to discuss, Kala, sister, mother, your husband passed away, you must be in Iddat, and the Iddat for you from time of death is 130 days, 130 days. Whether you count Islamic calendar or Gregorian calendar, the result will be the same, and you can't wear new clothes, you can't apply mehendi and henna, you can't be using jewelry, all that, all that not permissible, so you must stay at home. Third one, that your husband passed away from his estate. Mm-hmm. So the first thing, burial, funeral expenses, that must be paid. If somebody 
family, his family members or children or brothers or whoever wants to pay, it's fine. The debts of the deceased must be paid. Remember that. And all the debts, personal debts, corporate debts, business debts, justice delayed is justice denied. You can't say, no, we will fix up <laughs> on Sarrechmak or his haram debt. You must pay immediately. Third one is he made wasiya verbally. They are witnesses or in writing, give this madrasa, this masjid, that person, Muslim or non-Muslim. So that must be implemented for the beneficiaries. So maximum one-third for the non-A's. Those people must be non-A's. Can be organization or a person. Fourth one is the shares of the A's. So you must remember your money is there in the account. So your sons or your executor or whoever are saying no, they're going to leave it in the account and they'll pay your rental, they'll pay your water lights, whatever. All that is haram. They got no right to do that. Absolutely haram. It's your share. Your husband passed away. He left 100,000. So I'm just using example. So 20 thousand fifty thousand is your money that amount must be given to you you are the owner they can't come and dictate to you and say this and this and all that you must remember if they are your children the owner's responsibility is on them that they must pay your rental not take your money and pay your rental they must be ashamed of themselves and remember this all that money that is yours must be given to you this is the only place in Islam, you must remember whether you like or you don't like the ownership comes to you. I say I don't want to inherit but I'm still the owner. Remember that. And you want the money and you need the money and you're entitled to the money. So remember for them to say they will leave it there and wait for you to pass away and they will pay your expenses, your rental, all your water lights, all that. Absolutely haram that is. (laughs) Somebody says, Ustad, my beautiful daughter loves listening to you, Ustad. But now she's afraid of getting married. She's 22 years of age. She's afraid because she saw her two sisters also going through a divorce. I need your advice, dear Muftisab. Or maybe Upper Fatima can speak to her. Please, it's a worry for us as parents, Ustad. We don't know about your two daughters, you know. I always say this, if she's listening to me, then she will know this, you know, with Allah's help, Allah's fadl, Allah's grace, mercy, hadha min fadli rabbi, hadha rahmatu mi rabbi. This is 22nd year now with Allah's help, you on the media, and thousands of people are benefiting. Again, it's the mercy of Allah. So regarding that, we can't say anything. Regarding your two daughters who were divorced, is very sad, very, very, you know, because when you speak, then 90% of the time, which is three sides to the story, the ex-husband's story, he will add his masala and spice. The ex-wife's story, she will add her masala and spice. And I must hear, the Mulana must hear, the Mufti must hear, the Jamiat must hear. And then we have to now sift out what is the truth. So that we can't comment on. You must have both parties, but for all three, of them and for you remember the first lesson I will give never ever become negative in the mercy of all material 
See, today is Wednesday. So all of you, the parents, your three daughters, and whoever else, all the esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jama'ah, you learn this verse. It's not even a full verse. It's just one line, basically. So, وَأَدَخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ Chapter 7, Surah 7, verse 151. Ya Allah, Jalla include us in your special, special mercy. Wa anta arhamur rahimin. If you know Arabic, even the rudiments and the basics, the wow day is haliya. Whilst you, Allah, you alone, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. Allah is more merciful upon us than we are merciful upon ourselves. Allah is more merciful upon upon us than our beloved parents. Allah is more merciful upon us than the entire creation. So that is our Rahim Allah, Kareem Allah. So always keep that ta'alluq, that connection with Almighty Allah. Things work out, Alhamdulillah, bi-ni'matihi tatimmu salihat. That, Ya Allah, we praise you, that with your help, your mercy, that everything has reached its beautiful conclusion and completion. And if things don't work out, Alhamdulillah, yala kulli hal. We praise Almighty Allah in all cases, all circumstances, all instances. Open Tirmidhi Sharif, open Ibn Majah, you will find all these hadiths. Now I'm addressing you, my betty, my daughter, 22 years old, right? So you, I'm triple your age now. So you got my age, so you can understand now where we go. Right? So therefore I'm calling you betty, daughter. <coughs> so you, why are you allowing negativity to come? Yes, it's right, you must be concerned. But speak to your sisters on a one-to-one and just tell them, be honest, you know, that what went wrong in the marriage Mm -hmm. and so forth. They can't say there was nothing wrong from their side. The husbands were wrong that we accept A, B, C, X, Y, Z. But certain things even David did wrong. So you must remember and the parents now are also concerned. So step number one, be very, very positive in the mercy mm. of Allah. Step number two, <coughs> that person there is a fortunate person who takes lessons from other people. So it's proverb. Some people say hadith, but others say proverb is better. So that is second one. Third one, you must make now the effort. And now today after Zohar, you read two rakat salat and you read Rabbana hablana min azwa you the parents surah 24 surah 25 verse 74 and you the parents surah 25 verse 54 mm. next step you betty you daughter give out every day one rain two rain ya allah marriage is wonderful <laughs> when is it wonderful when the hearts you see marriage is not the bodies only must meet the marriage is the hearts have to meet. When the hearts have to meet, even if you're staying in a rented house, I'm staying in rented house now 41 years, 42 years. What are you talking about? Sure. So I got married 79. Now you do the match yourself. So you must remember that. So till now we pay rental, alhamdulillah, and it suits me fine. So with Allah's help and Allah's mercy. So you must remember that. So if the hearts click with the mercy of Allah, your rented house, 
house, your outbuilding, your small house, that is your palace. And when the hearts don't click, then the big mansion and the palace will also become Jahannam. So understand that thing properly. So sometimes we have our priorities a little bit mixed up also. If a guy come with a Toyota and Nissan and that, now Suleiman come with his VW, you say, no, I make Istikhara. But if we take with a Merc and a BMW, be Mm. my wife, you say, ah, this is the right guy, you see. So that is where all the trouble also comes. So all of you remain. And you sisters who are divorced also, it's not such a big smash, train smash, Mm. that now your life is finished. You must remember, sometimes Allah Ta'ala puts us through all these kind of things. Sometime in life, you must remember, you dislike something, but in the long run, it turns out better. You get somebody, and that somebody turns out to be a wonderful person, and so forth. So, however, don't look at people, look at Allah's mercy, and things will turn from negative to positive. See, all three you sisters, read the dua, and all you listeners read. Allahumma Imam Imam Nasai Imam Nasai Rahimahullah in his Sunan Nasai has mentioned the longest chapter of Kitabul Isti'adha seeking the protection of Allah 65 chapters you know chapters sub chapters all so there's a wonderful dua there we must learn it see we have health we have wealth we have you know a lot of things going for us now suddenly things go bad everything turning upside down mm. so now we must know that this is a test from Allah or we ourselves are involved in vices and sins therefore action and reaction so cry, beg, petition Allah, read Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawr hawr, bad conditions then terrible conditions. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawri ba'd al-kawr. Kawr, good conditions. Everything was going smooth. But now Allah Ta'ala, all the conditions went upside down. So Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawri ba'd al-kawr. See, simple dua like this. And when we turn to Allah, Allah loves it when the servant cries to Allah, begs Allah. That is so beloved to all, my dear Lord. I see the mother who started Puzo's question says, both my daughters were married to two very rich doctors, but things didn't work out, Mufti Sab, because they were not Dindar people. And my daughters, all three are in Niqab in Parda, Ustad. You see, Kala, now I don't want to go into the history and geography. Right. Now look at your statement. They both were doctors, they both were rich people, but in the ending you say they were not dindar, they were not pious. But my daughters, they're in hijab, they're in niqab, they're pious. So when the gal avi, you know gal avi, so when in our memory, that's a special word we use, when that proposal came, so be honest about it. So were you, as the girl's parents, were you really looking at piety that time? <laughs> or were you really looking at the title, <clears throat> Duktur came, Doctor came, <clears throat> and Karbi Bohari said, the house is smart, the house also is smart. So we ourselves, what we did, we took mal and we took the wealth and made that priority number one. The piety, we pushed that at the back. 
and the hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu in Mustad Ahmad when we get married to people the men get married to the woman the woman get married to the man and the aim the first thing is wealth for innama adallahu Allah Allah will disgrace you you see <laughs> so that is where so therefore now don't make that mistake with your third daughter so when your third daughter somebody come maybe like a Molvi Sap, you know like a Maulana getting 10,000 rand 5,000 rand 8,000 rand you say now how we can give our daughter to you you don't understand you're getting 8,000 and 5,000 and 6,000 but the man is pious he's up to you understand good person all that so you must say Ya Allah we're giving our daughter to this person yeah why because you said Ya Allah Surah 65 verses 2 and three whosoever Allah fears Allah Ta'ala you have that taqwa Allah will make a way out for you Allah will give you such risk and sustenance from such quarters you never expected you never <laughs> anticipated my beloved mother Allah give them all genital firdos my parents <laughs> they used to tell me they know me better than I know myself obviously so they they tell me he chokri sari hai, he sari hai. this one is very good for you this one so I should tell my I shouldn't speak to my father because I'm frightened I speak to my mother I see so let me choose someone poor house and then I don't want to know all this <laughs> see when you do like that then Allah Ta'ala opens so many doors but you see, we we also make little bit zigzag business. So always remember this. There's mal, there's jamal, and there is taqwa, piety, deed. So what are you going to choose? So that is where we go wrong. Selection of the spouse. Mm. We don't say, Islam does not say, don't look at the mal, don't look at the jamal. Look. But don't make that priority number one. Priority number one must be the belief structure of that person. Mustn't be a Shia and a Qadiani and Agakhani and all these zigzag characters, the non-Muslims. How is the piety, akhlaq of that person there? All that must be priority number one. Then you look at the Jamal and the Mal, the Jamal, the handsomeness, beauty, the wealth and financial status. And believe you me, if you just practice on the hadith Allah Ta'ala will give you so much so much every day you will make shukr to Allah but we don't want to learn we learn the hard way you know Allahu Akbar Subhanallah Subhanallah somebody says my sheikh says that nobody will propose to me in this month uh, of Rabiul Awal because it's makru to get married in this month he says just watch you will get married in Rabiul Akhir anonymous Muskad Yo, Sheikh, also, you must remember, if really you are quoting him, you understand correctly, then you can tell him, I said he's a crooked Sheikh. You understood? So you must remember that. Nabi Sallallahu got married Allah. in Rabiul Awal. So what you going to say then? To say that Zainab radiallahu anha. So what you going to say then? You see, therefore, the spear muridi business is another crooked and shady business today. You see, 
I don't say in all cases, but I'll definitely say majority of the cases. Let me give you two, three signs. Mm-hmm. That you have a peer, a sheikh, a murshid, you see. And what he tells? He tells the woman, no, me, I'm like your father, spiritual father. So between me and you, there's no parada. You can come and talk to me. You can speak to me. You can be in halwa, in privacy. That is not the sheikh. He's shaitan. You must remember that. He's going to steal your izzat. How many sheikhs, there's people who call themselves sheikh? And there's some sheikhs, they can't come to South Africa now because all these funny, funny things happen. You must remember this kind of From Pakistan and India and Amman's Kral and where and where they used to come and so forth. So we must be clear. So first one. Second one is this, when he starts projecting himself, you won't get the proposal in Rabiul Oval, and it's makru for you to get married in Rabiul Oval. So that is against Quran and Sunnah. Sirat Mustafa is telling us the Master Sallallahu performed Nikah in Rabiul Oval. Miladun Nabi Sallallahu took place in Rabiul Oval. The Hijrat took place in Rabiul Oval. And you must remember the Wafat took place in Rabiul Yesterday I sent out, I hope you understand Urdu. I spoke on Sunday day in Dalum Zakaria. And I sent it out yesterday on the podcast, all the groups and so forth. So how you can make, and he says, Makuru, so what you're trying to say, we can't get married, all fairy tales. And now he wants to project that image to you. See, that me, I get inspiration, you know, that you're going to get married in Rabiul Akhir. So what he did, he told the boy, already he knows the boy you mustn't get married in Rabiul Awal get married in Rabiul Akhir and you're going to fall for the streak he's saying my sheikh what the buzruki is <laughs> he even knew when I'm going to get married they make you all funny zigzag people for if you want if what you're saying is true my advice to you, I don't know you, I don't know your sheikh, but you must write a letter, email sheikh, Jazakallah khairan, but mm. I got better advice, I must break all ties with you. What you need all these crooked sheikhs in your life? So you must remember, and maybe he is now, the other one, you must get married to somebody, he himself is interested, or he got his son or nephew interested for you. All zigzag business, these things here. Yeah. Mm. So all this, he said, is un-Islamic and not permissible. Allahu Akbar. I see the sister says the sheikh is from India, Ustad. Ah, yeah, yeah. India sheikh then is, is a real zigzag baby. You understand? You see, somebody sent me a story. Uh-huh. So he said, this is an Indian cobra. So that uh, snake, you know. Uh-huh. So now it spits. You know, it just stings like that. Then the other guy said, look at the African cobra. So then that thing was also stinging, you see. Then the other guy see the Indian cobra. So the pierce up was there. So he spat and all red red came out. All the pan came out. You understand? <laughs> These are all the Indian pierce ups. You understand? So, uh, they, they make us all zigzag. Yeah. I don't say all, but majority of them. Don't fool us. Just cut off all ties with them. I see Haji Suleiman Ustad. <laughs> He's having a good laugh, mashallah. Listen to this one, Ustad. There's a titi from Kimberley 
Kulsum. She says, is Mulana Arafat married or not? Because I see he don't speak of his family. And how old is he? Kasi, Ustad. Mulana Arafat got too many wives. You must remember that. He's not available. So you must remember, take him out of your radar. So therefore, he don't want to speak. You must remember this. So people, they ask me, Mulana Arafat's number for marriage. I said, no, he's not available. So you must remember. So take him out. You said Kasi, we said Tramakasi. <laughs> So you must remember, not available. He can't come to Kimberley to the Diamond City. He got too many diamonds himself. 15 minutes to 12, we're going to come back, inshallah, after that. Don't go away, stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's exactly now uh, 12 minutes to 12 o'clock. There's a brother from Binoy, he says, Marry the lady of the book. Why have you always changed this hadith? Ustad, the brother from uh, Benoni, Ustad. My brother from Benoni, Actonville. I was schooling there in Actonville in the early 70s. You see, for you to come on air and make a blanket statement like that, that we changed it and that why? Subhanaka hadha buhtanun azim. So let's give you the whole perspective, right? And then you see, you're right or you're wrong. Yesterday, a person asked this question. So I broke it up for him. I said that this is mentioned in Surah 5, verse 5. Okay? So what you are saying, a Muslim man can marry a Kitabiyah, you get married to a Jewess, you get married to a Christian lady without her converting and embracing Islam and so forth. That is what you are saying. And that is what Quran says, right? We accept that. But let's go further. In time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, some Sahaba were married to a Yahudiyah, Nasraniyah, Bughira bin Shu'ba, Huzaifa bin Yaman. He, Sayyidina Umar, said that you must divorce them. So they asked, are we doing haram? He said, divorce. So they divorced her. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, who said, let me ask you one question now. If we're going to encourage this here, then who will get married to our Muslim ladies? One. Mm. Two, what will happen to your children? Now you, Benoni, Actonville, right? Lakefield, wherever you are. Now I'm posing this question to you. You want to marry Susie, Annie, Jutli, you understand? So your children, what will happen to them? I'm asking you. Mm. 99% of the time, they will leave Islam because the mother will influence them. So they will become Jews and Christians. Then in your house, when they start bringing wine and dine and swine and all that, they will bring their girlfriend, boyfriend, all that. Maybe they will bring the same gender also. You know how things are nowadays, LGBT. So how did it all start? So, and if you want, it's not the Molvis. Go and read the fatwa. And if you're listening to me, I always say, Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus, he passed away, ripe old age of 96. The best fatwa he gave in his life, according to me, I have his fatwa kitab, uh, fatwa al-mu'asara, was this fatwa. He said 100% it's in the Quran. But the thing we have to ask ourselves, did Allah Ta'ala make it permissible, carte blanche, unconditionally, or conditions are attached? So obviously these conditions attached, and in this day and this age, 
these conditions are none there none none they're not fulfilled and they are not met so therefore our fatwa is in this day and this age to get married to a jewess a christian a jutli is not permissible so don't just make brother mm. that you know you molvis this molvis this sheikh yusuf Qadawi, what he got to do with us molvis hazrat mufti muhammad shafi sahab rahimahullah you my brother in in actonville lakefield wherever you are in benoni i want you to do this go and read ma'ariful quran so it's in eight volumes you go and open chapter 5 verse 5 the original work is in eight volumes in urdu hazan mufti shafi sahab rahimahullah passed away in shawwal 76 i met him several times and rahimahullah one of the greatest scholars india pakistan produced then his son mufti taqi and them and others they translated it in english so you got access to it you can just go on google and just press ma'ariful quran english version and you will download it and go to chapter 5 verse 5 and go see what Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahimullah wrote go to Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi's Fatawa and go to if you don't know Arabic tell one Sheikh there one Imam Mulana to translate for you so go see the Fatawa verdicts of Sayyidina Umar now where we come in this year our function is to protect your Iman and your children. Now, by us saying that, are we doing this? Are we protecting your home and your children? Or if we practice on what you are saying, then you sending your children straight to hell. Mm. Now, now speak, my brother Benoni. Sure. Then what you say? Mm. Allah you see? That is what you must understand. Don't think till your nose, you know. So you must understand what is... I can ask you a simple question, right? The same argument of yours. That if you say we can marry, right, a Jewish lady, a Christian lady, then that same verse says that if the Jews and Christians slaughter something is halal. So your Tom, Dick and Harry, your Tom, Dick and Mary, they will tell you we slaughtering, we Christian. So you must say you will eat that also. The Jutla slaughters and they make kosher and all that. Story time. 1989. Subhanallah, what a trip that was. That I had one Jumma in Medina Munawwara, one Jumma in Makkah Mukarrama, one Jumma day in the five days of Hajj, one Jumma in Cairo, and there was opposite Khan Khalil, Masjid Hussein. So, and then one Jumma in Masjid Al-Aqsa. So I had to fly from Cairo to Jerusalem, to Tel Aviv. From Cairo to Tel Aviv. No planes available, only El Al, the Israeli Jutla airline. So it's a 45-50 minute flight, like Joburg to Durban, like that. So we went inside and already took me inside for questioning, 89 this is. Then they come with their meals, their snack. It's all covered in green and all their stickers and all that kosher, kosher. So I'm looking at that. I didn't have anything, but I'm curious, you know. I want to just see everything. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So I say, oh, this is how. And they got the sticker there. If there's anything damaged, you must tell us. You understood? Then the, so then I say, oh, this is how they got kosher. After that, believe you me, then they come with kosher alcohol. Kosher alcohol, the jutlas. That is what the jutlas, their whole dietary law, their whole kosher falls to pieces. Because why? You made a mockery by making kosher alcohol, you see. 
So, brother, when you speak, you must speak with evidence. Don't come speak emotionally. You always did this and you did this and so forth. If you really want to accept the truth, then that is the truth. You want to go on your own worms and fences, then it's yours, your story, and then we can't be blamed for anything. Allah Akbar. The brother says no answer, Ustad. No answer because we tingled you up. <laughs> Ustad, parents have received gifts for the baby. The question is, is that in Islam, who becomes the owner of those items, Ustad? MashaAllah. So four scenarios. Either the father's name is there, then it's the father's. Either the mother's name is there, so then it is the mother. Either the baby's name is there, then it's the baby. And they just gave it like that, and nothing is written. Now what happens? So you parents, you know what it is to be parents. You have a big heart, so you must say when nothing is written, and they brought it on that time there, then it shows the status quo is showing us. The Zahir, the prima facie evidence is saying that this gift, cash or kind, belongs to the child, the children. So whether it's twins or whether it's triplets or whether it's a boy or girl, so whether the Rokra came. You know Rokra, Molana? Mm-hmm. Rokra is the cash. So when the Rokra comes, so you must remember it's for the child and so forth. So that is how you analyze it. Father's name, father. Mother's name, mother. Child's name, child. And no name, then it's the child's. Remember that. That's why they gave it to you. That if they wanted to give it to you before that or that, then they shouldn't wait for this and all that. So that is what you will say Islamically. The guy who is 24 years now refuses to leave my sister alone and wants to get married to her. But his parents want to lock him up and take away everything and doesn't want the marriage. The question is to start clear words. He isn't ready. They can't afford an extra mouth to feed. However, we are willing for the happiness and Islamic reasons to give them everything till they settle in their own house, Ustad. Let me get this whole story clear. I'm still not 100% clear. You got your sister or your daughter. She is willing to get married to this brother here, to this person here. Mm. And it seems that the parents of the girl also are willing and happy. But now the boy's parents, they say, hey, you can't get married now. We can't afford and so forth and so on. Is that the story? Mm. Is that it? Jesus had to right. yeah. So they must remember that. So if you can't afford and so if that is the only reason, so you, the girl's parents, you must speak to the boy's parents and tell them that fine, that give at least the duas and blessings you must remember to your son. We don't want your son to get married to our daughter, sister, whatever, and you're not really happy, you didn't give duas and blessings and so forth. Although, from jurisprudence and fatwa point of view, if he gets married, even without his parents' permission, the nikah is valid. But we don't promote that. We always want there must be barakah and blessing. So therefore, you all must speak or get a alim or somebody third party to speak if you are feeling but shy or whatever you, and then speak to them and tell them as far as the expenses all this go that for one year, two years, whatever the case is, you will bear the expenses for your son-in-law and so forth. And there's nothing wrong in that. So in that time, we can get a stable job and whatever you and your daughter is happy so that's fine there's no problem but do it in the manner that I'm telling you mm-hmm. then inshallah there'll be khair and barakah and blessing otherwise you'll just get that son married that son-in-law to your daughter 
they will say, see, you all did all this, you all didn't consult us, and we're not happy, and you didn't get our du'as, so they'll turn the whole thing upside down. So that is why, that is the way you should go. So mashallah, good programs, Allah Ta'ala accept everyone's khidmat and service. Barakallahu fiqh, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.